This will be part one of a multi-part series on the book of Exodus, and the intention is to provide an overview uh, of, the, of the book. So Exodus, as you know, has 40 chapters. Uh, so if you follow the Bible reading method in our blog, it'll take you eight days to read that at five chapters a day for each pass. And although it's a little smaller than the book of Genesis because it had 50 chapters, well, Exodus is still a large book. So it's a good idea to have an um, overview of, of what's going on before you get into the details. And Exodus does have a lot of details as we get further along, especially. And just as a side note, I just want to point out, as you're going through Exodus and you're reading later, especially when we get a little further along, about all the details um, of the clothing and the different things God told the people to make, it's very specific. It's a lot of dimensional information. You may think, man, who really cares today? It's just too much information. It's too granular. But let me, let me back up, and I want you to remember something as you're going through this, is that God is a God of details. He is concerned about all those dimensional informations in the book of Exodus we're going to see and all the, the different facts that may seem pointless to us now, but they're important to God. And what I want you to remember is in your own life, there's a lot going on in your life that many people may not know or even care about. It may seem pointless, but trust me, God knows about your details. He knows about your life. He knows your name. He knows the number of hairs on your head. He knows all the facts related to you and your relatives and your situation. He cares. He is a God of detail of the Bible. He is a God of detail of our lives. So let's get started with Exodus chapter 1. We'll cover a couple of chapters today. Uh, at the end of Genesis, you might recall that uh, Jacob and his son Joseph passed away. Um, and the Israelites, as a group, they were all living down in Egypt because of the famine. They moved down there. Well, with that in mind, Exodus chapter 1 picks up by reminding the readers who the sons of Israel are. They also have the sons of Jacob. And you might recall from Genesis that God changed Jacob's name to Israel. And at times, depending on the context, when the Bible talks about Israel, he might be talking about Jacob. They might be talking about Jacob or the land or the people. So you have to read, as always, the context and see what that says. In this case, we know it's the person of Jacob when it talks about the sons of Israel. And it lists all 12 boys. We just saw in Genesis, uh, several places in Genesis, and all 12 are present here. And then we get down to Exodus chapter 1, verse 6. And the text says, In time, Joseph and all of his brothers, all of his 11 other brothers, they passed away just like his dad did. And that ended the entire generation that we got to know in the book of Genesis. So uh, the last patriarch of the family, Jacob, and his 12 boys, they were, they were gone now at the start of the book. So the first chapter, we hear about a new king of Egypt, also known as the Pharaoh. New Pharaoh back then in Genesis, well, the Pharaoh was buddies with Joseph. And now we're told that that king, the new king, doesn't know anything about Joseph or what he did for the, the nation of Egypt. It says in uh, 1.8, eventually a new king came to power in Egypt who knew nothing about Joseph or what he had done. So all that goodwill that Joe had built up for him and his family and the Israelites was now gone. 
the text goes on in chapter 1 to tell us that the people of Egypt started noticing how numerous the Israelites were growing. They had had a lot of kids, and they were getting big, and the people in Egypt were getting scared. And so the Pharaoh came up with a, a bright idea that he was going to limit the population of the Israelites by killing all the firstborn, or all the males, um, to limit the population. You can see that in Exodus one sixteen. Well, fortunately, there were some God-fearing midwives in Egypt who, who didn't follow uh, Pharaoh's plan, and they let the babies live. And that pretty much covers Exodus chapter 1. So just have a firm idea of what's going on there and how we're kind of teeing up for what's going to be coming later in Exodus. In Exodus chapter 2, we learn about a couple. And we're not told their names at this point, but we do know they're from the tribe of Levi. And we just read that uh, Levi was one of the sons of Jacob. So we know who he is. So we know they're in their family line of Levi. And we see that couple, they get married. and. They have some kids. They have a, a daughter and two boys. Um, and there again, we're not told the all the kids' names yet, but I've listed them here in the document. You can you can read who the dad is and the mom and the the brothers and sisters and um, even the, the eventual the father-in-law of Moses and his uh, his future wife and his future sons. And you can see a little um, hierarchy uh, of the the family there. We also learn um, that Pharaoh had a daughter. And she, I'm sure she knew about what her dad was doing, and she saw this basket floating down the Nile River uh, that she come to find out had a baby in it. And she said, well, that certainly must be one of the Israelites' babies. They're trying to save him. So the daughter has compassion on the baby and rescues him. And uh, through a series of events, which God orchestrated, um, Moses' sister uh, shows up and suggests to the Pharaoh's daughter that she can get someone to take care of the baby. And sure enough, the Pharaoh's daughter agrees. And they hire Moses' mom to care for the baby. See, only God could do that. Well, as time went on, uh, Moses was getting a little older and he's growing up and he got into some trouble. Uh, we read about him killing uh, an Egyptian who was beating up a Hebrew and Moses tried to hide that. And he hid the body, thought he maybe got away with it, he wasn't sure, and then it came out to light that, well, people knew about it. So he got afraid, and sure enough, Pharaoh found out about it, and, and we learn in Exodus chapter 2 that Pharaoh uh, tried to kill Moses because of that. So as a result, what happens? Those circumstances push Moses to run away. He runs away to another country. Take a look at the map, and you can get an idea of where he went from Egypt all the way down. And you can see where that's listed on the map. Well, while he was there, uh, he met some folks. He met his future wife. He met his future father-in-law. Um, and the Bible lists the father-in-law's name. And I just want you to be aware that the, the father-in-law is called many names in the Bible, not just the name we're given in Exodus here in chapter chapter 2. Just be aware that's, that's just true for more than one character in the Bible. And again, context is always king. That's what they tell you in seminary. So anytime you see a name in the scriptures, just be aware of what's coming before it, what's coming after it, to try to understand who they're talking about. Well, in chapter 2, the text doesn't waste any time. We learn very quickly in Exodus uh, chapter 2, verse 21 to 22, Moses gets married, and before you know it, he has a son. So right away, we're just that's just kind of thrown in there. And then Exodus 2... Um, 
before it closes, it has a preview of things to come. So we've learned a little bit about one of the main characters, or the main character, I would say, in the book outside of, of course, God, is Moses. And uh, some other characters like the Pharaoh uh, and Moses' brother Aaron. Uh, but at the very end of the book, of chapter 2, the text tells us that the Israelites, they were, of course, in slavery and, and punished in a lot of ways and had a lot of hardships. And they were crying out to God for a long period of time. And the text says, God heard, in verse 24, God heard their groaning, and he remembered his covenant promise of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Verse 25, he looked down on the people of Israel and knew it was time to act. So in God's timing, it was time to act. And God, God's timing is always correct. So in summary, just for those two chapters, well, lots happened. We learned about the Israelites becoming slaves, we learned about the birth and the early life of the main character of the book, Moses. We learned about some important characters in the book outside of Moses. And so that brings us to the close of uh, part one of Exodus.